All right, uh, hello to those tuning in. I hope you're having a great day. Welcome to the first installment of The Untitled Outlet. Um, I'm Manny. I'm Matthew. And I'm John. And welcome to the only podcast with three guys with the best free advice. All right, so... All right, so the reason why I wanted to make this outlet is because I wanted for us to, like, I wanted it for us to be open. We could talk about whatever, we could do whatever, and we could speak on topics that not many people will be open to talk about. We'll give advice, we'll give whatever you guys need. We're always here if you need us. Okay. All right, and, um, you know, I've wanted to do this for some time, and, you know, I'm coming in with no expectations. I just really, you know, I live for, like, you know, having a good conversation, and I really just want to put that out there into the void, you know, so... Yeah, we'll just see what happens. Yeah, definitely. I get that. And that's honestly like a really good uh, a way to open up for all of us. We, we also get to know each other a lot better. I mean, for real. I mean, everyone's just so serious lately. I'm just trying to find like a way to just like mm-hmm. not look on the dark side of things, you know, especially during quarantine and like the future. Who knows when things are going to be bad. So if I can just can like, you know, collaborate with two other guys to talk about some random shit that makes people laugh or like, I don't know brighten up their day a bit with like a conversation they would have never thought about yeah mm-hmm. then i walk away happy about that i mean i'm also kind of just in this for the fun of it i exactly. need friends <laughs> 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 all right so what have you been doing to spend your free time in quarantine i uh well i've been playing video games i go out skating and i of course i always stay uh safe by wearing a mask like a lot of the time and i do whatever i can to like prevent spreading germs well, that's great what about you man <laughs> i feel like there's a tad bit of truth in there but what about you <laughs> i'm sure he goes out <laughs> he goes out um i don't i've been very unproductive and i just have been like i've been kind of uh, been on autopilot throughout this whole quarantine i've just been getting by um maybe playing video games and stuff like that yeah, you know, quarantine has actually treated me very well, and I'm I'm grateful for that. I'm just chilling. I mean, I feel like when I don't set myself like a goal to do, I kind of fall into a pit of just like sadness and like mm-hmm. really synthing music. Yeah. So, uh, I've been going to my friend's house a lot, and she has a Wii, and she has every Just Dance game, like one all the way to 2020. Damn, that's awesome. And like, I, we're really good at Just Dance. Like, I never thought it could be a flex, and it probably still isn't. But, like, if I was at a party and they just started playing, like, some sort of song from one of the games, I know the choreo, mm. and I could just, like, whip it out, and no one would know it's from Just Dance. And it's, like, it's super nerdy, but the goal right now is to just get five stars on every song <laughs> in every game, and we're on 2016. Like, I'm not even kidding you at this point. We didn't really put in the work on that. Dang. Just Dance? I haven't played that game for a long time. Dude. It's like the game that kind of tricks you into working out and it makes you think that like you're a dancer, That's but you know shit. that it's really just your arms moving. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that just make that, the movements, don't move your body. This, that reminds me of um like playing tag during PE or something like that. Like like I I hate the mile. I the mile is like the bane of my existence when it comes to PE. But I can run like five miles if we're like playing tag or like free fall or something like yeah. that. Like I'll run as much as I, I want. So I don't know, like when you like when you're having fun with it, like you can just like do anything like forever. 
I get what yeah. you mean. It's like, where's the danger in the PE, you know? Like, there exactly. needs to be some sort of, like, risk. There's got to be it. some stakes. There needs to be stakes on it. Like, I don't want to be marked the slowest kid mm-hmm. among the kids in the fourth grade or the fifth grade. Exactly. So I'm going to run my ass off. Even if I'm, like, at the time, <laughs> some, like, 170-pound child wearing, like, a freaking Angry Birds Star Wars t-shirt. Like, I'm going to sprint <laughs> as if I was in a high school track team. I mean, yeah, I got caught a lot, but... <laughs> I got a lot, but I just kind of learned to like being the tagger, you know. Yeah, having people scared of you is just as fun as having people run away or running away from someone else. I mean, think about it. When you tag them, they're on your team, right? So that even more people chase more people. Maybe we miss tag because we're in COVID, and like, whole the idea of tag is something that gets you arrested. Yeah. <laughs> You trying like, to play tag? No, I'm not trying to get arrested. My kids, the kids in my school didn't play tag. We played hide and seek, and I was like that one kid who was just really, really bad at it. Because you just see these kids hiding under tables, going into the stalls. I'm just like behind the lamp post, <laughs> kind of just sucking in. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like no one sees me. But I don't know. The kind of that kind of game like got banned. You know, I don't know why they kind of ban games like hide and seek or tag in yeah. elementary school. Like, if you're not going to play it there, then where else are you going to play it? Exactly. I tried to play that during during school, like high school right now. <laughs> His top is, I would, we would just be running across campus. Where are you playing hide and seek in a high school campus? We were playing tag. You playing tag? Yeah. I need to do this. <laughs> well, maybe if we ever go back. Yeah, if we, if we ever go back. Well, uh, what else have you guys been doing <clears> to keep yourself occupied during break? Um, I've been drawing a lot more. I've been, uh, I've been streaming. Whenever I had the chance, and I talked to my friends mm-hmm. over the internet, you know? Like, me and my friends have discords, and we also, like, talk to each other whenever we uh, feel open to talk. Or I could just call my friend up and see what they're doing. I mean, that's cool. I, I never really had any stuff like that. I don't have a laptop, and I didn't get a phone until freshman year. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just, like, <laughs> wondered, like, how did I keep in contact with all my friends before all these social media stuff came around? Because, yeah. I mean, back then, people made the effort, and it, it still worked. Yeah. But, like, did you guys ever have, like, one of those, kind of, like, friends that live nearby that you just hang out with? Yeah, all the time when I was, like, before high school. Like, I was, like, I missed, like, the, the like, the cul-de-sac squad or something. <laughs> so, like, you just you go to each house and then just, like, bring someone out. Like, it's fun. Like, <laughs> I miss that. You guys want to roleplay, like, Nerf Gun or something like that? Like, Ooh. It's Nerf gun battles, dude. Uh-huh. Like no one will ever understand it. Maybe like yeah. adults or anyone who's over the age of I wouldn't say over the age because I know teenage guys who still get into Nerf gun battles. <laughs> but when it's a Nerf gun, it doesn't matter if it's a foam dart. I put myself into a war, you mm-hmm. know. Like that's if you really want to see me run, you got to play Nerf gun battle. <laughs> that don't, I'll really be tactical sprinting everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I do wield like, pistols. I'm out here. I'm running. Just go. I jump and <laughs> into like danger. When I remember I'd ask my mom for Nerf guns, and she'd always come with these Bumblebee, uh, like, Buzzbee, like, Nerf guns from Ross, you know? Yes. Like, just the knockoff brands. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't, like, want to, like, show any of the kids that it was, like, a knockoff brand Nerf gun, so I'd always just get, like, a Sharpie marker just right over the freaking <laughs> brand of it, and i just call it a design. <laughs> it's a decal. I've, I don't know. I've always ended up with, like, a bunch of other kids' like Nerf bullets, because I was always, like, grabbing them on the floor. It's like, like, because they're stocking up on ammo and stuff like that. And then um, I always had the classic handgun, you know, like the, mm. but I always wanted like the, the insane like chain gun I have and all one. the commercials, <laughs> stuff like that. You have it? Yeah, I have one in my room. Oh my God. <laughs> like, um, 
They're expensive though. I'm not gonna lie. Like they cost so much. And the thing Very is, I think it's worth it. I feel like it's kind mm-hmm. of priorities of what you want to spend your time on. Like, exactly. Toys back then, compared to now, like I would never have like thought I'd be into it. Like the V smile. The V smile, dude. <laughs> dude, the. All right, so that was V-smile. my first ever console ever. You what know did... the V smile? No, I don't know what that is. Like it had like Adora game, bro. I went off on that game when I was younger. Adora Hold on, game. Let me bring it up. Let me bring it up. The V smile. It's basically right. like a if you got a console, but then you made it the shape of an animal paw. If you couldn't afford a PlayStation or Xbox or anything at the time, you went with a V smile. <laughs> no matter if the games were like educational or not, like it was mm-hmm. pretty, it was pretty fun, especially at the time. And I feel like um, the games were just so kind of like easy. Mm-hmm. But to anyone under the age of five, like you really thought you were a gamer to that. Right here, uh, right here. This is the V smile right here. The right-headed oh. stepchild of all gaming consoles. Dude, this Dora game right here. I played this game so much. What is it called? Dora, Dora's Fix Adventures. <laughs> Dora's Fix Adventures? Yeah. That's where I learned my Spanish. <laughs> you learned Spanish from V-Smile? Yeah. Uh, and my parents. Really. Do you speak any other languages, Manny? Uh, I semi speak Spanish. Like, I, I understand a lot. How about you, Matthew? Uh, I speak Spanish, and I want to learn other languages, but I suck ass at learning. I mean, okay, in my friend group, there's like 10 kids, and they're all speaking Spanish. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when they want to be annoying, they like to speak Spanish just to annoy me, mm. just because they know I don't understand it. And they kind of leave me out. But, you know, like, I don't need to understand a general, like, language to understand what they're trying to say. Like, kind of like with um, <laughs> other music. Mm-hmm. Like, have you guys just kind of, like, listened to any music before that wasn't in English, but you still get it? Like, I'm talking about, like, anime here. Yeah, yeah, yeah of Like, course. anime intros, I don't understand a word of what they're saying, but they but get they me hyped. But they <laughs> <laughs> I'd be sitting in my room listening to anime intros 24-7, and if not, then I'm listening to something else in the English, like, rarely English, though. You know what? Like, when I listen to, when I watch anime, I prefer, like, uh, what do you call it? Dub. Dub? No. Subtitles. I prefer the oh, subtitles so, over. Oh, when you said dub, I'm like, okay, well, there goes all of our freaking streamers. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> hold on, hold on. All right, look. We don't if support I dub. Don't all... feel like reading. I put dub and just sit back. Oh man. But hold on, listen. I I watch sub. I watch sub. Don't get me wrong. Sub mm-hmm. is good. Mm-hmm. I like it because you know it's a more authentic voice. You know. It's more passionate. Yeah, it's more passionate. You could feel the person's like hear the actual emotions being played in through that voice. But when you're playing through dub, it just sounds like a person's like reading off like a script or reading just for the hell of it. Yeah, except Naruto. That's the only, that's one of the only animes I watch like with dub. Dragon Ball. Oh, these are just two animes you're not supposed to watch in dub. Do you know that Naruto? Like, Naruto is played by Principal Perry from Lab Rats. Did but, you know that? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Why she's, is that good? She's awesome. Perry she's awesome. Or anything like that. She's That's just awesome. so awkward. And that means if you watch one thing, especially a big franchise like Naruto, if you watch one of those in English, you're going to watch the rest in English. But like, and that's yeah. what ruins it. But like, in sub, it like... I don't always feel like reading. Don't get me wrong. I hate reading. I fucking hate English. <laughs> Every English teacher that I had was really nice. Really nice. However, I hated the work. I hated the work so much. <laughs> I feel like the work doesn't really matter as long as you're passionate about it, you know? Yeah, when you get into it. Like, well, yeah. I like English. 
I liked English when we got all philosophical. We start like talking about mm. like like court cases or something, but like when we actually have to write something, then then that's when I like kind of digress. I do know. I think it's English, but English is one of those subjects where as long as you sound smart, you're gonna get an A. Yeah, like I exactly. remember, there's there's like uh, especially in high school, you have to write like a 350 word essay, mm-hmm. and they're like, you gotta include this, this, and this, and this. As long as my intro paragraph sounds like I know what I'm talking about, I can just fill in the rest. Mm. Like as long as I make it sound long and confusing enough to where they're not gonna read it twice, yeah. I'm set. That's the freaking goal. <laughs> you don't want to make it boring, but you don't want to make it like too clear because then they're gonna find mistakes. Mm-hmm. What's something about you that you find interesting? Uh... <laughs> Don't think too hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the goal is to keep this casual. Yeah. If not, I'm, I'm hoping that you're not taking too long because you just want to find the right one. Yeah. <laughs> There's too many things. There's too many interesting things about you. You just want to find the right one. How about one. you, Manny? I'll think of mine. Well, what makes me interesting? Yeah. And then any story that you have that kind of correlates with it? Uh, I guess I kind of got like a growth spurt at like like five. Dude. Like, you're growth spurt at five? So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was born, the mo- the doctor called me a monkey. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. I so much Spanish blood in me. I don't know. Like, but like, tell me about like when was like the one grade where you kind of just realized you're taller than everybody else. I think you know I never like realized it until I was like <laughs> like after elementary school, because I like when you're when you're very tall, like well like all of a sudden you're very uncoordinated. So like in us, oh, well, I used shit. to play soccer and flag football when I was younger. So I was bumping into, I was bumping into <laughs> everything. Like I was bumping into everybody. That's why I was so great at football because like I, they literally just put me in there. Just like, <laughs> go, just go. Exactly. Oh, we're losing. Send in Manny. <laughs> like trump card, huh? Ex- I was, yeah, that 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 was it. And then, um, you know what? Like everybody like talks about being short and tall. And honestly, being tall is pretty awesome. I mean. Thanks for the flags. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this... <laughs> Just go, go. I mean, okay, so, like, I would say, well, something cool for my past is I've always been very intuitive, you know? I've also kind of been, like, a creative person. If you put me in, like, a situation, I will find a way to entertain myself mm-hmm. or use it to my advantage. And I remember in elementary school, we had this thing called class money, and I don't know if anyone else did uh-huh. this in their class, but they got these fake paper bills with certain amounts on it. I don't know what you got it for, but you got this amount of money. And the best thing about it was... Is my teacher, she would wrap, um, she would hold these bidding contests. Yeah. And she'd bid off stuff from Comic Con, okay? This isn't like dollar store <laughs> kind of toys there. She'd go to Comic Con every year, she'd get stuff from it, and then she would have bidding contests in her class. And I would only ever get $20 at the end of every school day. So it's same as every other kid in my class. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the only way I'm going to possibly win in these bidding contests is I have to find a way to like, get more money. So then I got the idea to bring Lego figures from my house. And I had a lot of Lego figures, okay? Mm-hmm. And they could be anything from, like, Star Wars Lego figures to, like, Ninjago. I'd go up to the boys in my class, and I'd be like, Grab hey, them. would you want to buy this Lego figure for $300? <laughs> 300 class dollars. And in their minds, they're like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, definitely. Because this is just paper to the kids. It's not real money. Yeah. yeah. But in my mind, I had a plan going. <laughs> so I sold at least 10. I had $3,000 in class money. Then I would go up to the different girls. And I would um, use my sister's loom bracelets, okay? Those little rainbow loom bracelets. I'd sell those for $50 in class dollars each. Mm. I had hundreds of them. So at this point, I'm already making a very good amount of money. That's when I realized I need more products. So I'd go up to the other boys in my class and say, hey, do you have any Lego figures at your house? And if they said yes, I'd ask them to sell it to me for 150 class dollars. (laughs) And I'd resell it for double that. 
Dome. You're genius. <laughs> genius. So then guy. come towards the actual bidding war. There's all these cool stuff from Comic Con. They got tote bags, pins, like figurines. And anytime someone wanted to buy something, I'd just jack up the price. And I'd jack it up so high and then drop out at the last minute. And I think this all came from my mom watching Storage Wars. I wasn't mm. just naturally smart. <laughs> yeah. I watched a lot of TV. So I kind of knew how to play people a bit. So I let, and I let some people get the stuff I didn't want and just let them lose their money. And eventually, no one else had money but me. And there's still a bunch of like items left for auctioning. So I would just buy them for 100 a piece. <laughs> Super cheap. I got everything. I left that class that day with a tote bag full of a bunch of Comic-Con stuff. And my teacher held me out after class and she said, John, where did you get all this class money from? And I told her the other students. And she's like, why did they give you the money? And I'm like, because I gave them Lego figures. And she's like, how long have you been doing this for? And I told her, I've been doing this for weeks. And I felt like she was slightly impressed, but also kind of disappointed. Because she's like, I need you to give me your money, but I won't take away your prizes. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fine. You know, she thought, and like, I realized back then, I kind of broke a class money system. Mm -hmm. Which I'm like, dang, if that still can be broken by me. Dang, like bro, you're like grade. the little wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Literally, like I kind of felt like a boss, just kind of like buying out everybody else. You must have felt so <laughs> superior, bro, I dang. I did feel superior, walking out of there with a tote bag full of Comic-Con stuff. <laughs> just really you got you got the Legos for the fellas and you got the looms for the ladies and then you just like <laughs> you're just garnering all the money that's that's awesome it's all it's America <laughs> that's capitalism I mean alright so a story oh by the way so when you said Ninjago right here's the thing I have never watched it what I haven't watched it you I don't haven't... know who the green ninja is who the green ninja no hey, I don't spoil it don't spoil I'm it sorry yeah, exactly. I have no clue. He's not gonna know. I, I can't guess it. It just comes out of nowhere. I have not watched Ninjago, or I haven't done anything with Ninjago. I wanted to, but I never really got into it. I watched like two episodes, and they were like into the, like the season, really, like later in. Do you understand the whole premise of it? No. They're ninjas, uh -huh. and they like to spin in circles. And they're made of Legos. <laughs> they're made of Legos. Mm -hmm. Well, some things are made of Legos, and they all have different elemental powers to it, mm -hmm. but without like going off. Because this is something I would go off on. Um, it's a pretty good show. I'd watch it if I were you. They have this one Sensei Wu guy, which is like, he looks a little racist, but he's just a super guy. Yeah. His character design is a little racist, but he's just such a cool guy, and he has an old man voice that just makes you feel like he's smart, even though yeah. he kind of talks like Yoda, yeah. and you just don't know what he's talking about. It's a good watch, you know? Mm. I'll definitely give it a, ch uh, a chance when I get the chance to watch it. And <laughs> do you find it like, where do you find it? Nickelodeon. Uh, well, they don't really stream it anymore, but it was on Cartoon Network, and you can watch it on Netflix. Hashtag yeah. sponsor us. I would wait <laughs> every Wednesday for that, yeah. I mean, I didn't really watch a lot of shows when I was little. I always like to watch movies, especially Shrek. Like, I had that thing on a loop. Mm -hmm. So, like, a lot of... Because um, I guess I really like fairy tales. Mm -hmm. So, this the whole thing in Shrek. And, I mean, I saw Shrek go from just, like, one movie to, like, it's a whole franchise now. Yeah. It's a meme. Mm -hmm. You find it everywhere. Dude, there's so many Shrek movies now. There's... Like five? There's five Shrek movies. No, there's yeah. four. Isn't Shrek there one coming out? I don't think Soon. there is. I don't think they should, but... I want to see it. <laughs> Keep them coming, bro. Keep them coming. <laughs> All the small feet. There you go. Wrong one. <laughs> okay, we don't... We don't talk about that. Um, but something that makes me who I am, I would have to say is my personality is made up of the things I've done throughout my life. Like... I've grown up in not really good neighborhoods, but eventually I grew up to 
make more friends to have them build me in a way everybody that i've been friends with throughout my entire life has always made me who i am they give me constructive criticism on what i do and what i should say what should i didn't shouldn't do but i don't always let them like control me in a way you know mm -hmm. <clears throat> because i want to be myself of course but i always have to like figure out i can't do this all the time i think you it's know, about I, having that network yeah yeah like i i kind of have a way of like freedom but i always have to limit myself to what i can say and what i can do and what i can't do and what i can't i can't do stuff right but honestly the things that make me who i am is my friends like on no cheesy stuff like my friends are everything to me they're my family no matter what i love them all like i love john i love manny i love all my friends and i think it's a really important thing to like if you're gonna consider your friends like your family it really mm -hmm. becomes a question of like who you kind of what kind of people you want to surround yourself with you know exactly yeah here's the thing so i've always surrounded right when i was really young i surrounded myself with amazing people but then i moved I moved a lot. I moved three times in total, which is not a lot, but it's a lot for me because I went from Los Angeles to a place in San Diego to where we are now, which is crazy because these are far distances from Los Angeles, which is like what? A three hour drive. Three hour drive to San Diego to here. Chula Vista. Chula Vista. Let's go CV. <laughs> <laughs> but um like honestly i have so many friends throughout the entire world right but the thing is i'm not always going to be able to see them which is the sad part but it's the reality that i have to face that they made me who i was and i'm always going to carry them with me deep down mm -hmm. even if i lose friends which i don't want to i will love them to the day i die because they are my family, and I care for them all. You sound like a good-ass friend. That's deep. But I feel like quarantine especially has been like the true test of just friendship in general. Oh, shit. Because so many we're not in school right now. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like if you have that one person who just took 10 minutes out of their day to just text you or have a call, or not even 10 minutes, if they just send you like a text and they want to know how you're doing, if they've taken the time to just make sure that you guys haven't lost touch... I've kind of taken this advantage like, to see who really is out there for me, you know? Yeah. Like, the fact that even through all of this quarantine, I have two people who want to do a podcast with me, that's nice. And just, like, you kind of appreciate those who kind of stick around even when it's hard because mm -hmm. you know that they're going to be there even after this whole COVID is done. Yeah, even though there's, like, tough times going around, like, for example, we can't see each other physically, but as you said, that's a good way to test your friends and see if, like, they'll be there for you even if we can't see each other. Like, yeah. it's it's amazing how I have sat in my room and I would text all my friends and I'd see how they're doing because I care for them so much that I don't want our friendship to be lost and I care for them so much to the point where I need to make sure they're okay. And, you know, sometimes you can just text your friends about dumb things too. Like, yeah. I don't have the time to text every one of my friends, but if I send them a meme... Yes, <laughs> like exactly. Something, or if I send them like a gif of somebody falling down like some stairs or whatever, like if they don't respond, <laughs> <We're> laughing. <laughs> I can take that personally, or I can just be like, 
maybe they're busy because that is kind of the mm-hmm. fact even if mm-hmm. your friends haven't really kept in touch with you it doesn't mean that they failed the test of friendship it just means that they're going through something else but yeah. mm-hmm. it's just nice when they do respond it's like confirmation that they're still out there and there's still something out of this whole covid like we're gonna get past it eventually mm-hmm. and it's just kind of nice to know that there's people waiting for you when it's done mm-hmm. yeah that's how you connect with people when you show them that you, if you want to connect with someone, you got to show them that you value them, that you appreciate them. That that's how you really like, like connect with people. And um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I pride myself in like connecting with people. Like that's, I think that's one of my goals in life to like really perfect that. Like really like um, not being like egotistical or anything, but it's just like um, just forming good relationships with people that will like, like last a long time. <clears throat> You know, um, especially friends nowadays, it's so much easier for us to talk to each other. And like, people are going through their own stuff in life. Mm-hmm. I feel like nowadays it's not as easy to go to your parents with issues. I tend to go to my friends with personal issues mm-hmm. that yeah. I at least trust. So, um, just having that whole friendship background behind you is it's really nice. And I feel like that's what's been keeping me going through quarantine. You know, mm-hmm. that's what's been kind of helping me get through all of this alone. Like even if I'm alone at house, I can still talk to people. Yeah, and um. But besides stuff that I'm doing on my free time, it's just nice to every once in a while talk with my friends. And I hope that our viewers and listeners also try to do the same thing. Like maybe there's a friend out there that you haven't talked to in a while or you haven't messaged in a while. Shoot them a text. They might respond back. And maybe you guys can just pick up right where you left off. Yeah. I mean, you, you might be surprised about like how well, how well along you might get along with someone like you haven't talked to in a while. Because honestly, like when you um, when someone texts you or calls you that you haven't heard in forever, it's kind of a, like it's a nice surprise. Exciting. It's, kind of, it's exciting. Yeah. Like, hey, like I haven't heard you in a while. Like, what's going on with you? Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It's like a, it's like really really childlike. It's really nice. <laughs> oh, also to add on from uh, what John said about like how you feel more comfortable coming to friends and stuff like that. So the main idea of like, well. An idea that I had for the podcast was that you can come to us, you can tune in, you can listen to us, and if you need it, you can come to us and text us on our Instagram that I'm planning to make that I forgot to make last time, <laughs> but like I'm planning to make an Instagram so that if you want, you can text us so that we can reach out to you guys and be more in touch with our fans and our listeners. And I like to come back to the name. It's Untitled Outlet. You yeah. Know? yeah. I feel like we're going to touch on so many different random subjects. You're going to be kind of confused, but that's the point. Like, there's there's no way to plan what's going to happen in your life. So why mm-hmm. have a plan when you're talking in a podcast? If we can just have enough episodes of random subjects, maybe we'll talk about something that touches you in a non-creepy way. In, like, a way that you kind of just feel warm, but in, like, a non-gross <laughs> <Yeah>. way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I really do think we can do that. And I would love for you guys to try to tune in another time if we have another podcast. Um, because that's what really is going to show us that there is people out there, you know? Mm-hmm. We're not just three lonely guys doing <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm going to be honest, I know some of you out there don't have anything going on. And if mm-hmm. you don't listen to no me, that's cool. <laughs> we'll be here. And like Matthew said, yeah, definitely we're going to be here to like answer any of your questions. But just tune in. Maybe we might talk about something you like. Maybe you might talk about something that you don't like and you get all heated and you want to like send some hate message because I'm going to clap back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sitting down and I'm not That's, taking it. Oh my God, this is quarantine. <laughs> what are you going to do? Show up at my house? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so hopefully you didn't get offended by my like um, Wolf of Wall Street fifth grade story. If you have a question about that, 
stole my damn money. <laughs> if you ever want to use that, like say you're in fifth grade and you're seeing this on YouTube or whatever, definitely try to do that. You will feel like the coolest fifth grader ever. Just yeah. That out now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's really important to know how big the world actually is, like how much there really is out there, because like we still have our whole lives ahead of us. Like exactly. there's like there's so much we're gonna explore. Like we're in a weird transition state. And uh, it's just weird to think about, like, how many things we're going to learn and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. It's cool. It's, it's important to never stop learning. That That's important. And it's our first episode, and I feel like I wouldn't call it a pilot episode because a pilot episode kind of sets the tone for how the podcast is going to be. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to dare and try someone to summarize this podcast because I, like, <laughs> I feel like we went wow. over so much that I kind of yeah. hope that maybe you remember something from it. Something you'll catch on. Yeah. Something you catch on. The but I feel now. like, ooh, just even naming this episode, I don't even know how that's going to go about. Yeah. No, don't give me that idea. <laughs> Damn. You're going to name it. Like, just, just start numbering <laughs> it at this lost. point. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But the thing is different between Lost and this is like that's really sad show. This is, I kinda hope to look on the brighter side of things and we're know, wandering. I'd say we're all pretty mature people and mm-hmm. if given the task, like we can talk about some pretty serious stuff. But I, I assure you we're gonna talk about some weird things in mm-hmm. this podcast. Like it's gonna oh. get it's gonna get weird and you're kinda gonna be like, What kinda like um, what am I doing here at three AM in the morning, you know? <laughs> listening to this <laughs> but i promise you we're gonna get the good the bad the serious and like just the funny in general we got something for everybody here mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, i'm sorry i just hurt my my finger all right and I, i'd say that's a good time to like close it up you know i've really had a, a really good time talking with you guys with you mm-hmm. fellas i mean it's like um i don't know i can't wait to look back on this like 10 years in the future like looking how dumb we were but, like <laughs> how much time we have but it was really nice to get this going, and I really look forward to doing more of the stuff in the future. I'm definitely glad that I get to do this with such interesting people, you know? Mm-hmm. Matthew, you seem like you have such a rich life, and I feel like I'm going to be excited oh, to hear yes. more about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most genuinely warm-hearted person I've ever met. Oh, honestly. He's going to bring that kind of, you know, just lovable factor to this podcast that you just yeah. don't see in everybody. Thank you. We all got something to provide. And, I, like, everything besides that, like... Thank you guys so much for coming on with me and going through with the podcast because it means a lot. Even though like we, it took a it took us a while to all get together mm-hmm. eventually, but we're here. Damn finals! <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for being here with us or being here with me. It, it means a lot, honestly, because I hate being alone. But it is <laughs> what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. COVID screwed me no. over. I don't think anyone's gonna be alone yeah. anymore after this. Yeah, we've kind of we've kind of found a good group dynamic here, and with that, we want to say thank you and farewell and other words that mean goodbye. Thank so. you for tuning in. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>